All right, get ready. Thank you for joining the ESBC Faith and Family Football. And man, we're very lucky, fortunate, and good. Uh, I'm into inspiration, right? My dad was the minister for 51 years. And man, this guy inspires me every week with a great story. The great All-American, top 10 in every receiving category in the FCS. And now it's going to be in the All-Southland, All-American, and NFL football player, Ben Braslaff. Houston Baptist football. Sir. How you feeling, man? Feeling good, feeling good. How about yourself? Every day is a great day. Do you love my shirt? It's like my favorite shirt, man. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> and now my next purchase, I'm going to get a hat and then those hype um, white sweatsuits you guys had on, man. That was – Yeah. They look sharp. They look sharp. And uh, I really want to congratulate you, and I really have to thank you. Because when I was watching you play last week, uh, it felt like when I was watching Randy Moss, where I was like, man, you got a, a, a man among boys, and they need to go to bed on every play. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, a, it was a fun game. It was a fun game. Uh, we'll get your statistics in a little bit. Uh, am I right? And you guys are an exciting football team. Uh, and a, this is a two-part question. Number one, it didn't seem like North Texas – stopped you at any time. You guys stopped yourself in the red zone in the first half. If you guys come away with 28 points, you guys end up winning that football game. I feel you guys were three, four plays away, regardless of what the score indicated, of uh, winning that game. Also, on defense, if you get one or two stops, the uh, football is a game of inches like baseball. There were a couple like a deflections. Uh, Again, uh, the referees, uh, I'll look into it, and I'll put it in the episode notes, but I believe the, the referees were Conference USA refs. Uh, because on that first or second drive North Texas had, I believe you guys stopped them. I think if it was an NFL game or a different game, uh, maybe, and I love Coach. We love Coach because he came on and he gave us an hour and a half of his life, and, man, he loved talking with us, and, man, I encourage everybody to look at that face of family football with Coach Cheely, who who was mentored by Grant Taft, Fisher DeBerry, and then he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, uh, Erickson, a Hall of Famer, right? Those are three Hall of Fame college football players. He went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them as a defensive coordinator, and UNLV beat Arizona State when Arizona State was in the top ten, man. That was Coach Cheely just going toe-to-toe and beating uh, Craig Erickson, uh, the head coach of Arizona State, and who won two national championships at the University of Miami. That's your coach, man. Uh, congratulations yeah. on that. So it was just a few plays uh, with that. And then uh, number two was you guys were never stopped, right? Sorry? They never stopped you. Uh, yeah, yeah. North Texas. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think we were able to move the ball really well. Um, I thought we did some great things on offense. Um, you know, Bailey got the ball out well. Um, you know, we, we were able to make some plays. Um, it just comes down to executing in the red zone, um, finishing drives, and, you know, putting up points on the board. You know, um, putting up, you know, a bunch of yards is great, but uh, if you don't have any points to show for, you know, it doesn't really mean much in the, at the end of the day. So um, we just got to come back and, you know, 
find ways to finish drives, finish plays off, um, and, you know, put points on the board. And were they rolling coverage towards you? Uh, it seemed to me, because uh, you're the expert, man, we're just the fans. It seems to me they were rolling coverage towards you, and uh, you were triple teamed at times. Yeah, no doubt. They um, they wanted to keep everything in front of them. You know, they were all right with giving up uh, kind of the short passes. Um, you know, they didn't want to get beat deep down the field, um, which, you know, it's tough at times being a being a receiver, you know, on the ball. But um, sometimes you just got to you got to take what they give you and, uh, you know, work with it. And, you know, we were able to do that um, a few times and, you know, just got to come back, find ways to get better. Absolutely. And uh, we'll talk about coverage, and then usually, then we'll talk about the fact that the the most important week is of improvement. It's week one or week two, and historically, teams improve most from week one or week two. Uh, walk us through uh, this play, this amazing catch you, know, you made. Let's see here. All right. So. This, this they're playing one-on-one uh, -on -one coverage. If you could walk us through that play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, um, Bailey saw, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one coverage uh, across the board. You know, they came down and pressed us. And, um, you know, he, he had faith in me to go up and make a catch. Um, you know, kind of know when we have one-on-one -on -one that we want to take a shot. Um, and, you know, we were, you know, we thought we were able to, to uh, do that. But, you know, I guess the uh, – the referee thought uh, saw something else. So, All right. So let me go from the beginning because, and, I, and thank you for your time because I know you're busy. I know that NFL scouts are on your tail, and I'm sure uh, NFL coaches as well. But uh, you teach us the air raid, right? So uh, mm. here's that. All right. So before here, pre-snap, he's there in that coverage, right? They're in that one-on-one -on -one coverage press. You see it. You read, and you're both on the same page, and like you said, he had faith in you, right? So you both know it's one-on-one -on -one coverage. You run your fly route, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, another thing, uh, but this is uh, with Coach Keeley. Coach Keeley, uh, for the audience, uh, Coach Keeley, he comes from the Mike Leach tree and he knows uh clings very well right used to be the head coach of texas tech who's now the head coach of the arizona cardinal and a hundred percent right the arizona cardinals are on ben raslap <laughs> the whole scouting department i wouldn't be shocked to see you in the arizona cardinal uniform uh and, yeah. and this is the other interesting fact uh and this is me man i gotta take care of this uh, John Bronson, who came on our podcast, uh, is good friends with Larry Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. So my bad. I got to make sure I get that. I, I'll make sure you you are in contact with uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, <laughs> It'll be interesting that you built a relationship with him pre-draft mm -hmm. before you're probably on the Arizona Cardinals or uh, or the other maybe ten to fifteen teams that are going to be uh, that are going to be on uh, Ben Rasslap. Yes, sir. Let's go back to this play, right? So he sees you. He has good protection. Uh, can you tell us the line play, right? Because you guys reviewed the game. Your, your line played a great game, I thought. Hmm. You opened up a few holes in the run game, and they gave him forever to throw. So yeah. there's no one even close to him here. 
Goes a good ball. Bam. You got it. And man, that is an incredible. So man, that right there, that's an incredible one-hand catch. Uh, you got your separation. You totally burnt this dude. Uh, look at the concentration, man. Your your eyes are right on the ball in real time. No matter how fast you guys are going. And being both feet in bounds, we'll go back. Anybody wants to argue this? Let's see. Interesting to me, Zach, boom, he sees it, he looks off the safety. He did a great job of doing that. Bam. Right? Look at the concentration. Boom, you have it. And uh, we'll go back to this. Anybody wants to argue this? Right here. One. Boom, that's all I need. One. We got two for the NFL guys. No bobble at all. Right? Yeah, you got it. One hand, no bobble at all. Two feet of bounds. Touchdown. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I know it's frustrating to you, man. Mm-hmm. And one that we'll make sure we'll get somehow. Uh, can you walk us through that second touchdown? Yeah, um, you know, um, we uh, had a play called. Um, you know, I was able to get behind the defense. Um, you know, the line gave Bailey a lot of time and. You know, he just put it out there for me, and, um, you know, I was able to, you know, take it all the way. Yeah, but you just did not take it all the way, right? So, uh, again, we're very fortunate, lucky, and good, right? Uh, from a fan entertainment standpoint, <laughs> uh, when you got the ball, you started separating, right? And then I could yeah. see the defensive back say, man, I can't let this guy burn me this much. He started trying to put his afterburners, and you went bam like this quick, and then you just turned it into like you went from fourth to fifth gear and kind of accelerated past that guy. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I just thought I had to get in the end zone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of felt it coming up on you a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Right, and, and I guess in that situation, you're pacing yourself because you want to keep yourself fresh for the rest of the game. Um, yeah, you know, I was just, you know, kind of making sure um, that I was going to score. Um, you know, I didn't want to um, get caught, uh, of course. So, you know, just trying to get in the end zone. All right. So, am I reading this right? Man, six catches, 108 yards, 18 yards per catch. And the road coverage towards you, triple teaming you. But uh, one thing I know about Ben Raslaff, man, he's not going to be easily denied. So, with all this attention towards you, uh, because regardless of the fact that you're, you know, All-American, right, regardless of the fact that uh, every scout that scouts receivers uh, is salivating to get you on there and you can boost their careers by getting you in, the, in that pro camp, mm-hmm. uh, you, you're kind of opening the door to Jared Stearns. If you could tell us a little bit about Jared. Man, he had a great game as you opened up the field for him with 11 catches and 93 yards. You know, um, Jared plays slot for us. And, um, you know, he does, a, he does a great job. He's phenomenal. Um, you know, I think of us as kind of, you know, a, a one-two punch, um, you know, for our offense. You know, we're very uh, uh, we're very close group um, nice. as receivers. And, you know, we, we just work to get each other open and to uh, – you know, work work for each other. 
um, you know, I know if he's having a good game, you know, it'll open it up for me. Or if I'm having a good game, it'll open up for him. So. Big time. You guys had 480 yards. Hmm. Just passing, right? So when people are like, oh, you're being a homer for Ben, you know, and so on and so forth. The numbers speak for themselves. 480 passing yards. Hmm. Yeah, and Bailey had a great game. And that opened up the running game a little bit. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, Zappi, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought, and let me know your thoughts, he did a great job looking off the safety. And I guess just being in his second year, he looked a lot more relaxed there in the pocket. Yeah, he had a he had a great game. Um, you know, I thought he controlled um, controlled the well, got us in the right calls, and uh, made some great throws. And you know, was able to extend some plays with his legs. Um, you know, did some great things for us. And then from a rushing standpoint, you guys averaged six yards of play, or mm -hmm. around yeah, around you know five point six yards of play rushing. So mm -hmm. you guys did a great job opening up the rush game. Then you guys had what you wanted. Uh, when you want it. So that's over 500 yards of offense that, you know, validates the point I'm making. You guys were just a few plays away uh, from beating a very, very good uh, North Texas Mean Green. And uh, people don't understand, we talked about it, in the, and, and people should, if they haven't listened to it, listen to the podcast I did with Coach Sheely. Uh, we talked about Seth Luttrell and the job he did when he was the offensive coordinator in North Carolina. He's parlayed himself. He was in several uh, upper-level Power 5 interviews. This is a great football team in North Texas. Yeah. And Houston Baptist was just a couple plays away uh, from being in the game and beating them. Uh, a couple of the run plays are showing in um, the highlights where after the defense was tired, and really, there were uh, good play calls than anything else. But other than that, mm. uh, the Houston Baptist defense was stopping him, and there was just a few fourth down plays that were questionable refereeing. That one of those clearly, North Texas did not, this is my opinion, not Ben's, make it clear with that. But in my opinion, looking at it, uh, there was two times where North Texas did not get a first down that if there were more cameras, there was more resources at that game, it would have gone the other way. Plus, mm -hmm. the four times in the red zones, <laughs> that's a lot of points. Not to mention the missed field goal, the missed uh, ship shot field goal, which was a 14-point strike. Literally, I could make a case for you guys winning that game like 70 to 28. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, so yeah. That shows you how close everything is, right? A marginal utility how, and I talked about this with Coach, and, it's, and, it's, and I'll ask you this question. Uh, and Coach agreed, right, that in uh, Dojkovic, right, who just uh, hit the linesman, his stroke percentage is a half a point mm -hmm. uh, different than who's ranked 100 in tennis. Uh, the stroke percentage of whoever's number one in golf, Roy McIlroy or Tiger Woods or whatever, mm -hmm. it's 0.5% than the people that are 100 between 200. So there's mm -hmm. a tiny bit, man, of a difference between it. Uh, and Coach agreed with me that 1 through 44, there's no difference between a really good FCS team and a really good 
uh, power fly team. Can you can speak to that, just the tiny bit of difference that there is between Houston Baptist and even Alabama or an SEC team? Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, it's just few plays um, go this way, you know, go our way or, you know, don't happen or, you know, go the other way. Um, you know, game could be completely different, you know, and that's true for all sports. So, I um, mean, you know, it was just, just a few plays every year, uh, every year and there, um, now and again. But, you know, we just look forward to uh, moving on and um, focusing on this upcoming week. Right. And let us know about the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, talk to the coach. He's really, really good friends with uh, the coach at Texas Tech, the head coach. And, man, he did a phenomenal job getting that game for you guys. So congratulations, Coach Ely. Yeah. Business, networking, uh, skills. Yeah, you know, um, it should be um, a fun game. You know, we look we look forward to the challenge. You know, well, they, we know they're, you know, a big-time team. Um, but, you know, we, we're embracing it, um, and we, we look forward to playing them. You know, we're not going to back down or, you know, anything like that. So we're yeah. excited. Yeah, Coach Walls, he's in the second year of uh, – off of Utah State, and a defense coordinator is Keith Patterson. Uh, his dad was a defensive coordinator a long time in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. and they got three guys returning on that uh, secondary group, and they got transfers uh, Cam White. It'll be very interesting to measure them against you. You got Cam White, former uh, four-star, who went to Ole Miss, and then Eric Monroe, a former five-star, uh, mm-hmm. who went to LSU. Mm-hmm. So they're now with Texas Tech with three returns. So they're, they're veterans coming back on the secondary, and uh, very exciting for what the scouts are going to see you go against this group. Uh, what have you guys seen and what are your thoughts going against these guys? Um, you know, we know they're going to be good. You know, we know they're going to be experienced. Um, but, you know, we're just going to come out and play our game. You know, we're going to do what we do. Um, we're going to move the ball well. We're going to put some points on the board. And uh, we look forward to the challenge. Absolutely. And I know the answer to this question. And one of the things I love about you, you know, I, and I'll reiterate this question, uh, when you go against this Texas Tech defensive back crew, all these five stars that went to SEC schools, mm-hmm. uh, are you going to be afraid of these guys? No, no. <laughs> yeah, you always have that quiet confidence. I remember when I asked you about uh, when you went to the the Texans game, you saw those DVs, what you thought. You're like, oh, man, I'll take them. I'll burn them. Was that a little bit going on? Because I remember uh, you got him a few times, the te- North Texas uh, secondary. Was there a little talking back and forth with the North Texas? Defense? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. You know, that happens every game. Were they talking smack yeah, a little it happens, bit? Yeah, happens during every game. Uh, you know, just chatting back and forth, you know. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. Yeah, right. No, no, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Uh, two guys, right, that – I know Matt Coach Waltz is going to stay up at night, uh, yeah. is uh, the two guys we talked about. Uh, then, you know, you, 
that, right? And then uh, Stearns. Mm-hmm. And then Stearns' brother plays at the University of Texas. Yes. Right? So, so those are two guys for the people to watch. And then on defense, you guys got a guy by the name of uh, Caleb Johnson. And if you could talk to him, because he's just not a good football player, a good linebacker. He's also, right, he's written some books, and he's had some uh, thoughts, right? And he's kind of helped you guys kind of uh, get your mind around what's going on uh, social justice-wise, and you are in the city of Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Caleb's, um, you know, he's one of the best leaders I've ever been around. Um, you know, he's a, he's a huge leader for our program and for what we do, and, you know, um, he's just kind of a guy that everybody uh, rallies behind, um, you know, no matter what you, what position you play, if you're on offense or defense or even, you know, special teams. Um, you know, he's incredibly smart, um, you know, leader of the team and, you know, just, just a guy that everyone um, knows is going to be out there and we can rely on him. I know. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, man, that defense, uh, people don't understand how close you guys are and how I'm excited about you mm-hmm. guys in this game. Uh, to how close you guys are, do you feel it? Do you feel how close you guys are on defense and how close you guys yeah, are absolutely. overall as a team? And then how do you feel about the excitement with the fact that this is going to be your second game and the most improvement a team makes is between week one and week two and Texas Tech has yet to play a first game and how vital that first half is. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we um, we were able to come back and look at the the mistakes that we made, you know, on film. Um, we're working to make some adjustments and you know uh, correct those things, and you know, uh, we're just we're excited about the opportunity. You know, we know we have um, a huge one in front of us, and you know, we're we're coming in ready for it. Nice, nice. And this is me saying it, not Ben, but I'm predicting that it's going to be like 35 to seven Houston Baptist at the halftime. <laughs> it's gonna be a shell shocked red raider team <laughs> so you guys are going full uh steam and get those stops you didn't get last week well thank you so yeah. much uh for coming on and i know you're a big houston rockets fan man so after season's mm-hmm. over we'll get you on the nba podcast uh yeah, we'll start no robinson from the ringer and uh, bill simmons and all them we'll get you mm-hmm. on there uh what are your thoughts on the houston rockets uh right now scoring up against the lakers um, you know, I think um, they're doing a good job with, with what they have. You know, they come with this small ball lineup, um, you know, with P.J. Tucker um, and Robert Covington and some others, you know, without a real traditional center, um, which, has, you know, has given the Lakers problems, um, you know, because they like to play with, um, you know, their big men with A.D. and Dwight and JaVale. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's it's been an interesting series. You know, I think tonight's game will um, show a lot about how it will go moving forward. You know, I think, um, you know, gotta gotta contain James Harden in some type of way, and uh, you know, if, if Westbrook can keep his turnovers down and and get to the rim and attack um, and be effective, you know, they have they have a real good shot. But uh, you know, I'm pulling, I'm pulling for the Lakers. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You're the minority over there, there in Houston. Yeah. And, and yeah, James Harden, to me, we got Coach Subtle. And tag James Harden's on our Facebook. He coached James Harden in high school. So it's kind of divided loyalties, man. And uh, James Harden reminds me of you in a way 
where you can try to contain them, right? Because you know you can't stop them. You can't stop them wrestling. Mm-hmm. We'll close with this. Golden Coast College. And now, uh, man, you hit a splash. You're an All-American. And how do you keep persevering, going and going and going? And you keep coming back. That was a rough first half. You come back in the second half and you start dominating, man. It was great to watch. Inspiration on me, man, gives me energy throughout the week. So thank you. I should probably give you 10 grand as like a, a fee you give to a motivational guy. <laughs> and uh, he didn't say it on, he did not say it on the podcast. But before the podcast, talking to me privately, Coach Lilly says, man, he loves the effect that Ben Rasleff has when he talks to people. As I told him, if Ben Rasleff was a preacher, you would have to keep your wallet at home. <laughs> if you give all, all the money to the church after you hear him talk. So how do you keep persevering? How do you keep going, um, Ben? Um, you know, I just uh, always remember why I do it. Um, you know, I, I try to think of that. Um, you know, I just understand, you know, I got to stay ready for, you know, any opportunity coming to me. Um, and, you know, for all challenges that, you know, we face, um, you know, I got to stay ready, got to, um, you know, persevere through the struggles of whatever it is it might be. You know, I always know that, you know, things things are going to be hard in life and, you know, you got to gonna have to get through them. So that's just kind of the way I look at it. Nice, man. Faith, family, football, Southland, all Southland Conference, All-American, and soon to be a star NFL football player tearing up a camp next year, man. Uh, even though coach wants you back for that fifth year. So <laughs> that's your decision. That's your decision to make, man. So regardless, at some point, you're going to see Ben Raslap as a star receiver in the NFL. Thank you for your time, man. Thank you for being with us. Look forward to talking yes, to you sir, next thank week. You for yes. Looking forward to that sure. for you tearing up that uh, Texas Tech secondary. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. Have a great Have day. Yep. All the best there is.